We working moms don't talk a lot about what happens on our kids' sick days. We shrug it off, knowing it happens to everyone at a certain point if you have a child. We share the stress of the event, but we never share the details. What if you had an opportunity to ask your child about the memory they have of a certain sick day? Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? with me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. This week, you're going to hear two very different perspectives on what one child's sick day experience was all about and why there might not be so much to worry about the next time you have to take your kiddo to work. Let me tell you, back in March of 2014, I was one busy woman. I was running an organization for mom entrepreneurs called The Founding Moms. I was busy building it at Chicago's largest co-working space called 1871. Every single day of the week, I would go to this co-working space and there'd be a legion of generous colleagues sitting there just waiting to help me build my business. I had people to respond to in my inbox. I had phone calls to make. I had meetings to take. I had a lot going on in that month of that year. But there was that day, that day that most parents don't ever talk about. The day that my kiddo got sick. Game over. What are you supposed to do with a sick kid when you're a working parent? Oh, you know, stash them in the cage that you keep in the basement of your home, right? Or perhaps, I don't know, strap her to the back seat of the car and make sure she doesn't get out all day so nobody notices that she's missing. Mm-hmm. Those sound reasonable. It was something that had to be done. I knew and I had agreed with my partner I would take my daughter to work that day. We'd have a good time, I thought. And how on earth would I be able to get any work done with a six-year-old in tow? Well, what you do is you prep your child. So I filled my little Miss Sunshine in on all of the things that she had to beware when we got to Mommy's co-working space. I told her about this enormous building that we were going to enter, where we were going to wind our way to the 12th floor and enter a beautiful co-working space where there were lots and lots of grown-ups who were busy at work. So could she be quiet throughout the day? We probably talked about what quiet means 49 times that morning. As we were walking into said space, we went over what quiet means some more. I'd stashed in my bag a pile of scratch paper. I brought markers. I brought crayons. I brought things for her to do so I could just get through four hours of solid work. I prepped Miss Sunshine that when we walked into the space, we would see three or four long tables that were always in the main area, and they would be full of people that I knew and loved. They'd be full of colleagues who'd be sitting there inviting us to sit with them, so Mama would pick which table we'd sit at, and then we would do our work together. She agreed to all of this. She was a very sweet kid. When we walked into the space on this random Tuesday in March, for some reason, no one was there. I still don't understand what happened. I don't remember if there was a big holiday. I don't know if everybody happened to be sick that day. But when we walked in, all of the tables were open and there were literally no people to introduce to my little girl. 
I handed her a stack of paper and some markers, and I said, why don't you write a story? Think about a story. Get busy on that. I'd like to read it when you're done. And she was off. She started scribbling some things down on paper. I whipped out my laptop, and I got to work. About an hour went by. Not a single person walked into the space. Miss Sunshine turned to me, and she said, Mom, where are all of your friends? And I said, Sweetie Pie, I think they're all at home today. I'm not sure why they're not here. I'm sorry you're not meeting them, but it's okay. The next time you come with me to work, you'll be able to meet everybody. She actually let me work for a solid hour and 30 minutes before she tapped me on the shoulder and said, Mommy, here's my story. I want to read Miss Sunshine's story to you. I've kept it all of these years because it's very, very cute and it's become a bit of folklore in the family. It's a three-page story with, of course, an extra cover page on it. The title is My 1871 Adventure. Below that title, she drew a picture that looks like it's a calendar, and each calendar day is not only filled with the number of the day, but with a stick figure person. Underneath that picture, it says, By Miss Sunshine, and beneath her name, in parentheses, it says, Only Word story. Page one. Once upon a time, there was a girl woman named Julia. She was a girl woman who worked at 1871. Page two. She had many friends, but one day, none of her friends were there. So she worked and worked, and still no one came. Page three. So she said, You know what? This could be a good day on my own. And it was. The end. Now, I read this very powerful, moving story to you because when I sat there and read it, I looked at Miss Sunshine and I said, do you feel bad for your mom that there are no friends here? And she said, no, this is a story about Julia. I nodded. Of course, the story was about Julia. I said to her, jokingly, so how much does your book sell for? She didn't even miss a beat. Three dollars. I said, well, write the price tag on the front of the book. Let's go over to the photocopy machine, Miss Sunshine. We can make some photocopies, and then you can try and sell it to your friends. When we were finished making copies at the machine, she looked at me and she said at the age of six, Mom, I'll be right back. She disappeared. I went back to sit at the table, knowing she couldn't leave. For those of you who are very panicked, 1871 is pretty much under lockdown. Uh, So you can't really leave very easily. I knew it was a safe place for her. She came back to the table about 20 minutes later with one of her customers. She introduced me to somebody named Christy, who said that it was such a great story. She paid $5 for the $3 book. I didn't really want to get into a pricing conversation with this woman to explain why that was bad math. But we laughed and she said, oh my goodness, I love this so much and suggested to Miss Sunshine to begin walking around 1871 and selling her book. We had to make more copies. She sold more of those copies. And the saddest part of the story is that by the end of the day, Miss Sunshine had made more money than her own mother. Miss Sunshine is now 13 years old. She's headed to high school next year, and I wanted to capture what she remembers 
about that whole experience because it's often that we parents have a very horrifying, a very stressful, a very anxiety-inducing, or a very joyful day when our kiddo has to come with us to work. I remember that day very fondly, but I also remember having a really, really hard time mostly stressing and panicking about how I was going to get work done, even though it went perfectly well and I got plenty of work done that day. We don't really ever get to tune in to what our kids remember from those days where their parents dragged them to work. Was it the same kind of stress for them? Did they have a great time? Do they have a terrible memory or a wonderful memory about being with their parent while their parent has to work? I remember that I wrote something about that in the book that I ended up writing. Do you remember what was in the book? Yeah, it was like about a girl who showed up somewhere. I don't remember where she showed up and there were no friends there. Do you remember why you wrote that? Um, no, but no, I don't think I remember why. I don't remember my thought process. I just started writing about what I knew, which was obviously that there were none of your friends there, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I wanted to make more copies of it so I could sell it. Whose idea was it to sell? I think it was yours, and I really want, like, I liked your idea a lot, and I really wanted to sell them, so that's what I did. I remember it as it being your idea to sell them, not mine. I remember you uh, were, like, joking about it, but I was like, no, Mom, I really, I want to sell them. I remember going to the copy machine, and there was this guy who was and actually like was your friend as we were walking past the copy machine and I was like oh so like your friends are here so I kind of I don't know the girl in the book all I know is that the girl in the book is based off of you I will have you know for the record that I handed you the copies and you disappeared you went around 1871 and you just approached strangers and you just said would you buy my book please and you were the only kid there doing this and I think all entrepreneurs respect the hustle (laughs) So they respected you. (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you all. Thank you. Thank you for respecting the hustle. Did it leave any sort of impression with you about writing your own project, walking around and hustling people? Well, I've written short stories since, and I've sold things like lemonade since. So I guess, yeah, in a way, I just, it gave me the strength. To not be afraid to go up to someone and ask if they want to buy something? I don't know. Yes, you have always been bold. Yeah, that's probably the one thing I took away from that. Or I also took away that story. I think we still have that story somewhere. We do. Yeah. Yeah, you're sad, sad mom. (laughs) See what I mean? Stop fretting. Stop worrying. Stop having any anxiety on the days where your kids get sick and you need to bring them into work. They're going to laugh about it in the years to come, and they're going to feel bad for you, whether you have friends or not. You don't call. You don't write. Do both. Call or text me at 708-872-7878 or go to jillsalsman.com slash podcast to record a message so that I can talk to you in a future episode. Shout out to Amanda, Lindsay, Aaron and Miss Sunshine for making this podcast with me. And thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week.